aka Padders. Welcome to episode 465 of aka Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. And it's me. I'm your host, Peter A. DeLuca, another known as PAD Pad. Sometimes sometimes people get creative. They call me Acapad. Other people know me as the Pop Culture Pope, the World Sketchbook Champion, Spicy Taco, the creator of Uzi Susie and Trial by Fire, and the guy, the guy behind this very show where we do long dives. We do a uh, year's worth of um, analysis and uh, vision of of a movie. And, and by vision, I mean like Venom, what we're talking about today, it's a great example because they were they were shooting they, they, a little bit of history here. In, in the old studio, they were shooting um, 21 Bridges uh, in you know my apartment in my studio they moved me to another location and i was just beginning my, my social media like journey my social media push and i just at that point saw venom did a live stream uh you know almost like just from like a kitchen counter uh, i rigged up my camera a certain way just so i could live stream me doing a god-awful sharpie drawing <laughs> of venom but that but that's a little bit how we like stack content here where it's audio, it's visual, uh, you know, I'm a life lifelong artist or drawler, illustrator. And I and I combine these elements to explore ideas. So a couple like years go by. Venom came out in 2018. I've roughly maybe seen the movie once by then, but but so within this like stretch, this past week, uh during my entire time at the drawing table and off of it. I just been running Venom, uh, not the sequel, not Let There Be Carnage, because I just I really wanted to see if my you know like original uh, energy, love I had for this movie was there, and it really is. It didn't go away, and the reason for that is because I think as an audience member, I'm able to receive the movie. I'm able to not argue. With the filmmaker and the studio and the actor as I'm watching the movie, I'm willing to sit down or I'm able to, because many of you are not, but I'm able to sit down and take in the movie and be entertained. And, you know, like the, the long form narrative of this podcast is, you know, we take time in reviewing movies we take time in 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 knowing that our opinions might shift after a first viewing uh we take time in understanding that guess what uh you may not get a movie you you just may not get it the first time you see it so you should see it again and uh, i think right now we're seeing a lot of that with buzz lightyear uh, or lightyear where you know, we're told that uh, Lightyear is the movie that Andy saw that inspired him to get the toy leading into Toy Story, uh, the original movie. You know, like it's it's <laughs> this is it's a meta backstory to Toy Story. And a lot of people are like, well, this is not Andy Star Wars. This is not the movie that would have inspired him. The movie is this. The movie is that. Uh can you just comment on the movie uh, where you're interjecting yourself into this? And when I sat down to watch Venom, I was just in awe at 
how comedic it was and how funny the movie is and how awesome Tom Hardy is and and that they made the Venom, the symbiote, an actual character that they did, uh, that they, they gave us a villain that was discovering and trying to control the Venom or the, the symbiote. We gave... He, we got a great explanation to the hive mentality and the purpose of the symbiote. These are all ideas that, look, they've done a lot with Venom within the comic. Uh, Donnie Cates is the, the guy behind it. They've done a lot of exploration and explanation. And some people w would argue maybe it went too far because it demystifies, you know, the, the character, which is the Boba Fett, the Wolverine, Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe argument. You know, like, we, we want mystery, we want to be thrilled, and we want unknown characters. And, yeah, making content, coming up with ideas, executing, it's hard. So, sometimes you got to go for that low-hanging fruit, so you need a, uh, you just need an origin movie for Wolverine to keep the license and, and put your actors to work and, and be a film studio. So I, I just enjoyed this movie. I thought uh, it was even scary at points with the experimentation of them trying to unravel exactly what Venom is. And then there we go, right? Long form conversation over. Like original contention with Venom. Uh, it, it's all justified. It's validated. But then let's let's rewind. Let's go to episode 464. Where I kind of had... <laughs> I had a little bit of a revelation. Where... People just love Venom. They they love Venom. Okay? like it, And it kind of shows you how special Deadpool is. Where Deadpool nailed it first time. And we go to Spider-Man 3. And we have this uh, epic studio. The Bean Counters, we'll call them. Versus the creative, Sam Raimi. Who is the guy behind the first three Spider-Man movies. They call it a trilogy. It's really not a trilogy. But they call it that. And, you know, like the the process is it's just uh, bled online. They He wants the Vulture. They want Venom. He wants, uh, I believe, Shocker. Right? It was, it was Vulture and Shocker. It might have been Vulture and Rhino or Sane Man. Or like, you know, and they're like, look, you, you make the movie you want to make. But we need Venom. So... What happens is, I really believe this, St. Rami just derailed the franchise and told these people to go F themselves. And he made this movie that, and yeah, like I'm sure, sure in his mind, he thought he could move on to a, another giant franchise. And technically he did. You know, he, he did a Wizard of Oz movie with James Franco that no one remembers. I'm sure sure I'm just reminding you of it right now. So it like Saint Rami loses. He even loses with Doctor Strange to the in the multiverse of madness because that's not a Saint Rami movie. There there's maybe a couple shots and, and that's it. That's a studio flick. He's a guy there to make sure people show up and leave on time and all and all the, the union requirements are met. He's a great insurance unliability, like, you know, he, he's all these things. And, you know, like, I get it. A lot of the MCU movies let the directors shine. 
They really do. And they it doesn't the MCU and Marvel Studios doesn't get credit for that at all. But I just felt like there, you know, there was a, a true intention with Doctor Strange 2, which is why uh Scott Dickinson uh left. Or the original director leaves a billion essentially a billion dollar franchise to make a movie called The Black Phone. Watch like at this point, I'm I'm nothing but curious about. Can't wait to see that movie. So Saint Rami, uh, basically derails his career, and doesn't really use Venom. Doesn't make Spider-Man three a Venom movie, and if you watch the beginning of that movie, Spider-Man three, they set up Venom very nicely. Little asteroid falls to Earth. Lashes itself on to Peter Parker. Yeah, like, and then we have Eddie Brock, who's played by, uh, what's his name? What's that dude's name? Uh, Topher Grace. And he's he's a rival, and he's a little bit jealous, and he's also a little bit weird. Perfect. This is perfect. We're going to get Topher Grace and Tobey Maguire, two young stars, going head-to-head in a superhero fight. And then what we get in Spider-Man 3 is we get... Uh, this very bad return of James Franco as Green Goblin 2. No one, I mean, and, and this doesn't mean there's not merit and good attempt and good explanations along the way to bring us into the movie. And some of you might say, Pete, you, you, you just opened all of this with being able to receive a movie and be an audience member. That's true. And, you know, audiences, too, sometimes get expectations. And that does derail movies. Spider-Man 3 isn't as bad. It's it's not. It's not a bad movie. It's not as bad as people say it is. But what it is, it's the ending of a franchise. The Basically, the end of St. Rami. I gotta say it. And it's the pause for Venom. Because it's not until 2018, October 5th, 2018, that we get Venom again. And we see how wrong St. Rami was. And we know what he can do, right? Like, we do love it. I mean, come on. How do you not love Darkman? How do you not love the melodrama for love of the game, his Kevin Costner baseball movie? This dude has it. He hasn't had it since... It's a Spider-Man franchise. I'm sorry. Drag me to hell. It's weird. It has one great scene that I love in that movie. But it's just like, uh, what are you doing? It, it pisses you off sometimes. <laughs> but we see that the studio was correct in wanting to put Venom in the forefront of Spider-Man 3. He should have done it. He should have made a Venom movie. They were talking for years even during the Spider-Man movies, that Venom was going to get his own movie. Like, they wanted it. And they wanted this to jump onto that. Same Rami would still be making Spider-Man movies right now. Like, you're, you're telling me that guy doesn't have the energy to do it? He does. We could have got one every two years, every three years. And then what we got instead was... You know, it, it's almost like a broken line, a broken franchise. Uh, people might be saying, but he's the most popular. He's this and he's that. Yeah, but it's broken. He, at least Wolverine and, and his 
cinematic universe, uh, there is a through line. There's not one for for that. There's a, there's not one even for Batman, uh, and it's sad. It really is. Uh, I do believe Warner Brothers has handled the Dark Knight way better than Sony has handled Spider-Man. But that doesn't mean, uh, again, there's not merit. There's not, like, real intent there of them trying to bring this giant universe with Spider-Man because his concepts, his ideas, the characters, everything, it's huge. And Sony seemed to have started that with this movie. And then Let There Be Carnage. And then the end credit sequence of merging everything with the MCU, which is we really want the Tom Holland, the modern-day Spider-Man, we'll call it that, fighting Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock, Venom. We want that. It's teased. We talked about that before. It's not happening. And then we get, which I have yet to see, Morbius. <laughs> I'm going. I think I'm watching that today. But it's uh, it's it hurts knowing that they were there. Like again, they were there. They were almost there with Amazing Spider-Man, where we were uh, racing towards the Secret Six. We were racing towards spinoff movies. We were racing towards a Black Cat movie. You know, and it's it's heartbreaking that this character. It's not just, we just, at this point, we don't want one movie. We want a universe of movies for Spider-Man. And Venom, it, it is that. I think it has enough momentum for that. Even now, I think Let There Be Carnage has enough meat on the hoof. So, everyone, Venom is not garbage. Venom is a intelligent adaptation of a concept that literally makes no sense in the comics. It's, it's, I can go on about it. It makes no sense. They, they build in that some of the no sense tropes, Venom can't deal with loud noises, which is weird. If you're, I mean, I, maybe if you're traveling through the universe or sound doesn't travel, if you're like hur hurtling yourself through the cosmos or the meteor, I kind of get that, but they work in all the ideas and they, they do cut the fat. And I think Tom Hardy and Venom and the 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 banter and the, the the comedy of the two, I think it's it's there. It's so much fun. It's great to watch. Uh, and I guess <laughs> you know we love Venom so much. We want him to fight other Venoms, and that's fine too. Because well, what's his name? Rage is it Rage or Riot? It's Riot. Uh, you know, like the super venom in this movie is, I don't know, you got to blow him up on the rocket at the end. Blow him up on the rocket and move on to the next scene. We got to wrap this movie up. That's cool. I like that. And I do like the 90s level uh, villain extinction event, we'll call it. The 90s level ex <laughs> villain extinction event, which is the villain needs to fall to his death or blow up. And we blew up Riot in this movie and it was nothing but awesome. We got the female Venom. We got heads being bitten off. What else do we need in the Venom movie? We got the superhero trope motorcycle race scene, which we see in Spawn, right? We saw that in Steel. We see that in Batman. We see it in Blade. Superhero movies need motorcycles, period. Venom is this perfect, like, callback, and it's a move forward, and it's a franchise starter. 
It's a universe starter. It's an extended universe starter. This movie is unique, and no one but me, your AKA pad over here, gives a credit. All right, everyone, hit akapad.com. Sign up for some free trading cards. I love you. Episode 466, Let There Be Carnage. We got to do it.